Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com winston preparatory school is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities learn more about winston prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. And welcome back to the show. Joining us now, full disclosure, my very good friend, former state Senator Tony Boucher, who is running for Wilton First Select Woman. Uh, she is the Republican nominee. Thus far, she is unopposed. The Dems have, I believe, until August 9th to put somebody up. I might be incorrect, but that's my latest info on that. Tony Boucher, welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello, Tony. Hello, Lisa. I uh, I was very surprised, Tony, to hear out of nowhere, to me it was out of nowhere, that there you were deciding to uh, lead the town of Wilton, which you have been a loyal, faithful, and very devoted member of for so many years. What made you decide you want to do this? Well, I was probably even more surprised than you. I had uh, thought that my 16 races... And 14 wins was a very good record to retire on, uh, on the political side of my career. Uh, and I really, and I had stated so publicly, I had actually been working hard uh, mentoring a new younger generation of young people to enter public service. I know. And it was going very well. It. It, oh, was, my goodness. it was going very, very well. And when um, Lynn Vanderslice, who has been leading the town for the last eight years, decided she wanted to retire, and she led it very well. She um, really had a tremendous support from all sides of the political aisle, um, was adamant that she did not want to run again. Um, then a lot of people certainly uh, turned to me and asked me if I would be willing to come back out of retirement. Uh, but I, I tried hard to recruit others that I thought, again, a younger generation would be ideal f- for us right now. Um, but when um, no one would step up and, and people kept asking me about it, and some the last budget cycle was, was fairly contentious, and it was uh, disappointing to me. And I thought, you know, um, maybe I should step up. You know, I would be coming full circle. I started here in Wilton in 1986, I was only here three years, just moved back to our home state, and very young. I mean, it was in my early 30s. And when they asked me to run for the Board of Education, I basically said, 
well, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what does it do? <laughs> uh, and it was um, started it started quite a, a long um uh, record of public service. So from the Board of Education, I served on the Board of Selectmen. And I thought, well, that's that's enough. And then I was appointed to the State Board of Education because education was such a passion of mine. I never imagined I'd be both in the House and the Senate up in the legislature in Hartford. So when this this came up, well, came up and sort of met me right in my face, um, it, it's sort of like coming full circle. It's It's coming all around, full circle from where I began. Yes, but and, it, also, um, it also gives you, a in a different way, uh, you know, as the executive, right, as the executive of the mm-hmm, town, right, it's right. as opposed to being, you know, a legislative input or, com- yep. you know, commission input. Exactly. It gives it's you, to different. some extent, it's different. It has a little bit more power in different ways uh, to really have an impact on your community. Well, one of the things that appeals to me uh, in this position is that I finally can take my political hat off and put on my town hat, a place that I still live. I worked for 22 years. A lot of people didn't realize that all the while I was serving up in Hartford, I was also working in the investment world with an investment firm in our town, even though it was national. And I traveled quite a bit with them. And so not only that, but one of my three youngest is also living in Wilton with his uh, children. I have two grandchildren here and they're going through the public schools. So in a way it is, um, incredibly local, you know, mm-hmm. as local as politics gets mm-hmm. is is local. And as you said, it is more of an executive position. It's something that I did uh, for quite a while in the private sector, uh, leading departments and, and business in the private sector and uh, working with people. And I think that right now, and I know you agree with this, Lisa, the world has become so contentious politically. Mm-hmm. It's divisive. Uh, people are contentious, and we need to bring people back together and work well together, whether it's boards, whether Board of Education, Board of Finance, Board of Selectmen, uh, Planning and Zoning, Parks and Rec. Uh, those individuals are citizens. They need to be working better together with great respect for the residents and even importantly with the employees of the town that serve the town. They have to feel respected uh, feel that they are important uh, to the leadership in our community, and we're all in it together uh, for the betterment of the community. So that's going to be a big focus of mine. Uh, oh, because I know not that, only, yeah. You know, I was going to say, Tony, yeah. I know we're chatting with Tony Boucher. I know how passionate you have been as an advocate for open space. I want to commend Wilton for yeah. being a community yeah. that is, they're so devoted to the Norwalk Wilton uh, River Valley Trail, you know, the, the one that's on the way up to Danbury. That's right. Oh, the, my God, yes. You know, the dam Tremendous. is coming down. The Comstock dams are right. coming down all along, the, right. you know, near Merwin Meadows. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got the Woodcock Nature Preserve in the northern part of Wilton. What, um, right. and I just saw this morning in Good Morning Wilton that another four acres had been added to Honey Hill, the Aspatuck Nature Preserve. But right. But right. it was also rather controversial that Allen's Meadow was going to be used as a field and the town decided, no, they didn't want to do that. So I'm wondering, as you survey Wilton right now, where, where are your values going to come into play when you talk about leadership? You know, how are you going to communicate your values and what do you think might be one or two of the bigger issues that will face you in the next year? I'm, I'm very glad that you brought that up. 
Um, Lynn Vanderslice has been on top of a lot of issues and has accomplished a great deal. But she also has on her, on her radar screen, which she's imparted to me, many different projects that still need to be completed. You know, I, I'm running for great schools because that's our number one business, uh, great neighborhoods, and oftentimes, as is in Westport, uh, a lot of those neighborhoods are being challenged by large development and great fiscal management. Uh, and it, it's critical that we do all of those things. You mentioned the, the um, Meadows issue uh, with a lot of space that the state still owns but has leased to the town. And there was an effort um, to um, expand the recreational fields for our athletes and our sports programs. And um, that was somewhat controversial, but it only failed by 49 votes. So it wasn't a big, um, you know, defeat. So something like that, along with the vision of what the amenities should be for the town, while protecting open space, which you know is one my one my number one outside of education, that's probably my second biggest, you know, um, campaign. And I did work hard to secure the land to be used for a greenway and and our trail all the way from norwalk all the way to danbury and i had to change law uh in uh in hartford in order for us to be able to do that because it was restricted simply for a superhighway and could be not used for anything else and so luckily that did pass with my good friend tony guerrera who was chairman of the uh, transportation committee again working both sides of the political aisle to get something done i think that's something i hope to bring to this position is the relationships built by state agencies and members of state but agencies. Tony, you're not going to so go back. You're not going to go back and try and put a field on Allen's Meadow, are you? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Well, I you know what? That is a subject for a great deal of negotiation and discussion. I thought the town had already decided they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. Well, that's true. That's right. Uh, But there are some needs for fields in other places in town, and we have to balance the needs of of our students along with the needs of our community in general. And you know how hard I fought. To prevent a Super 7 highway from decimating. And by the way, Wilton stands in the path of some of the largest and most expansive wetlands in the state of Connecticut. Mm. And uh, reservoirs, we have a, a water taxing district from Norwalk that, that has, gets its water from, from our area. So that's absolutely important. But more damaging 
um, is the massive amount of high-density development that keeps That's rearing its head. Yeah. And really gobbling up. What can up you do about that as a first selectman, Tony Boucher? What, what, I mean, I was just reading today. This is a fascinating piece. Mm-hmm. It came out a few weeks ago, but I didn't get a chance to really report on it, that about 400 units that were designated affordable are now 40 years old. And because of our wonderful 830G statute, they're coming back right. into market. So this so-called right. solution for affordable housing is ass backwards. It doesn't even really oh. permanently fix the problem. If we're going to have 400 units that yesterday were affordable and tomorrow are market rate, it's like we're rowing backwards. So what do you think you can yep. do as a first selectman yep. to help direct the town in terms of growth that you think is fair and equitable and affordable and also pretty and also pretty. So what are you going to do? And pretty and, and meet yeah. the needs of our senior yeah. citizens that yeah. often want to scale back, uh, you know, uh, right. but I certainly would be a spokesperson and someone that would testify in favor of various proposals that can really help give towns more control over how it develops. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that is restricting Wilson is going to be on the radar screen is its capacity. We're, Originally at 80% capacity with, with our infrastructure regards to uh, water lines and, and a sewer system. And now we're nearly 100%. So that's a huge issue confronting the community going forward. So we're going to have to deal with that. Um, that does limit uh, the, your capacity for growth. A, a massive development. There's a huge, beautiful piece of property uh, that we have that was the complex for the Sisters of Notre Dame uh, school sisters, and it is a large tract of land in a in a neighborhood area. One yeah. of the things that the Belton town Hill. did previously, it's gorgeous up there, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. And yeah. so, uh, one of the things the town did do uh, was when confronted with an eight thirty G development in a colonial neighborhood. Uh, they were able to actually trade that land for some town-owned land that was near the train station, which was ideal for apartments uh, because it was near tra- mass transit. It was near downtown. It made sense. Um, so we, we have to explore some of that as well. Um, you know, your comment about um, where do we go from here is really an important one because it's just not confronting Wilton. It's confronting all of our smaller communities. And when the legislators up in Hartford decided to take the character of a town into consideration, take it out of statute. You know, one of the things that attracts people to Connecticut is its small colonial communities. It's the character of the town. It is pleasant to live here. To change that and, and make it high density and create cities within small little towns um, is not a benefit to the future economic development of our, our, of our state. Um, it is taking the beauty and wiping that out and, and making austere and densely populated, which reduces the attractiveness. And that's about economic development as well. People want to come and reside here and work here as well. They do, because it is pretty, and we want it to stay pretty. It is. I know. Yeah, a, it know, really is. A, it's, yeah, yeah, I know. Yep. And we want it to be healthy for our wildlife, too. We want it to continue to be oh, a place where that's part, you know, our that's trees part of and the our beauty. wildlife can be. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, the landscape is breathtaking. When we wipe that away, what are we left with? You know, it really changes the quality of life uh, um, for individuals that are here. 
So, so Tony, yes, let me ask you this. Plate. Am I right mm -hmm. about August 9th? Is that sort of the put up That's or correct. shut up date? That's right. So if That's the Democrats right. would yeah. like to oppose you, they have to file that um, by, by August 9th. Otherwise, you run unopposed. Is right. that correct? Right. That is Wednesday okay. of this week. Um, you have to go out and get signatures. So uh, on a petition to petition onto the ballot. But you're not on a main line. You would be a petitioning candidate. So it, it's a difficult hurdle to to. Uh, so in other words, do, the Democrats have not done. formally, in, but the Democrats have not endorsed an opposing candidate to you at this point. Is that correct? No, they have not. Um, some are trying to do that on the Board of Education for some candidates, uh, but so far, <laughs> I, I, that I should that should give me pause, shouldn't it? <laughs> Is the position that controversial, <laughs> and uh, that a lot of people are staying away from it, or? Um, it you know there's a it's it's a full time job so yes, many really great candidates and younger ones have a full time career it's difficult yes. for them to step back right now when they have a lot of financial responsibilities for their family. Well, Tony, once again, once again, you 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 answer when people ask you to serve. So we'll see what happens in a couple of days, but um, it looks pretty likely like you're going to be the first selectman of first select woman of Wilton, which, you know, some of my street is in Wilton, so I couldn't be any closer. To right. Wilton I know without, you're very, you know, very close. Right, I'm right Absolutely. there. Some of my street is in Wilton. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I'll be making a right-hand turn instead of a left-hand turn on 33 so I can go visit you in Wilton Town Hall. And Well, um, you know, we all have to work yeah. together as communities here in Lowell County. We have similar issues. We should all be speaking uh, and, on the same, and being on the same page, working together to strengthen our whole a Fairfield County uh, area um, because it's an important engine for the state of Connecticut. You know, they, the, the residents of Fairfield County pay nearly a, a, a half of the taxes of the state and they're a quarter of the population and they, they churn out a lot of the jobs uh, here. So it's an important part of the state. We should be working together, cities and smaller communities, and be on the same page for the improvement of our state. Thank you, Tony Boucher, for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Tony Boucher on the Lisa Thank Wexler you. Show. We're going to be right back with Lisa on the Law. Stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.